Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Uh, let's start episode uh, 217 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. This question was sent by Francher and uh, she writes, My dear Vidas, thank you so much for your response and inquiry. Although it is unlikely that I'll ever perform, I do practice very well and for at least two hours every day. I start my day with an hour to an hour and a half practice and end my day with another hour with several shorter sessions as time permits throughout the day. I knew I wanted to be an organist when I was about 10 years old. I also knew I wanted to be an architect then too. As a profession, architecture won. So I spent my productive years doing the architecture thing, although I piddled with the pedal with the organ for many years. I didn't start serious music study until I retired at age 72. I found a wonderful teacher who convinced me that I would learn more quickly if I knew some theory. So I went back to college at 74 and studied music theory for a time. Then, after studying with her for four years, she abruptly abruptly gave up on all her students and quit teaching. That's when I discovered Total Organist, and uh, I've been studying with you ever since. I am so grateful for your teaching efforts. Based upon your reorganized material, I would place myself in the early intermediate stage of development. At 80, I learned much more slowly than in my youth. Now I say I am 8 years into what will be for me a 20-year program. So as long as I am able, we'll be working together far into the future. Thanks again for all that you and Osher do for Organist and the Organ. Francher. So it's uh, really wonderful to read this um, type of feedback, right Osher? Yes, it's amazing. Uh, it's never too late to play the organ and to improve, even at uh, 80 or even later in life, right? Yes, that's right. And it's so nice that, you know, some people are able to do that. Yeah, because uh, when we are younger, we have so many other things that we have to do, uh, and there is not enough time, right? So then when we retire, sometimes we get to do what we really want. Yes, it's absolutely amazing. And Frencher also rightly mentioned that uh, her previous teacher uh, uh, encouraged her to study music theory. Uh, Why music theory is so important, Osha? I think it's important. It's, you know... In order to be a good musician, you need to have performance skills, technical abilities to, to you know to play music well, but it's also important to understand it mm-hmm. well too. And that's where theory comes in. And you know, we keep fighting with you know with my students and our colleagues at school all the time. It's like endless war you know, between theory teachers and, you know, performance teachers. Mm-hmm. 
because performers often say, oh, we can teach them to play without any theory. Which is partly true. Well, yes, but, 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 <laughs> and, you know, theory teachers just laugh about their mm-hmm. attitude because I think it, it leaves you, it takes you to a dead end. And in today's environment, uh, where everybody can do what you do, you have to be unique. And if you have uh, two people doing what what uh, they can at the same level, like all things being equal, right? And one person knows music theory well and another doesn't, it's, I think, a no-brainer to understand who will be picked in in uh, in in promotion in, in other things because theory background gives you as you say understanding how the music is put together which in turn lets you to interpret music better yes and uh, and people who don't know this they will never be able to teach that's right. Right, because they only have been taught themselves how to do it without understanding why, the reason behind the solutions. And then if you never teach, right, if you never um, share your experiences to other people, you will never grow to That's the best true. of your ability. You will grow somewhat, but but not not as much as you could. And you don't have to teach at a formal institution, right? Like, uh, we both teach you right now. Right, Osha? It's teaching. Blogging is teaching. Podcasting is teaching. Everything that that you share um, freely with the world is, in a way, teaching. Yeah, so I think, you know, it was smart whoever, you know, suggested for Frencher to, to, to go, you know, to launch some, some music theory. And it does not, doesn't mean that you need to write a dissertation, you know, about any theoretical subject. Mm-hmm. But, you know, still it broadens your horizons. You know, with our um, rigid system, I think uh, we have trouble communicating this uh, correctly with, with young generation. And sometimes really uh, we miss the mark and uh, like two passing ships in the middle of the ocean, we don't... Uh, communicate well they want to play and we want them to understand the music and they don't want to understand why they need this but uh, but I guess uh, the best way and for Francher and others who are listening to this to to think about music theory would be to uh, to learn it and right away apply it in your uh, organ practice analyze the pieces that you're playing be aware of how it's put together not so so much theoretical concepts for the concept's sake which is fine but you will forget it if you not apply it right Osha? yes and you know so my colleagues at, at school they simply stop stops arguing with me when you know when we find out that I'm also a performer not only theory yes teachers so and in our school the best music theory teachers are always performers that's true not necessarily performing right now but they were performing majors 
That's right, yes. Because they know they know real music, not just dry rules. Right? So, uh, and Francher discovered um, a total organist uh, over the years, and uh, yes, she is a long-term um, student of ours. And, uh, of course, just recently we decided to reorganize the material so that they could uh, look at the levels of difficulty. Uh, for example, music for beginners, music for intermediate, or basic level first, then intermediate, and then advanced level organist. And this way, uh, people could uh, really simply pick what they like from that level, right? So, Francher is uh, putting herself in early intermediate stage. Hmm, what does it mean in your opinion? Is it uh, that she can play more things than the basic level students uh, can or something else? Of course, I think she should be able to play more advanced pieces. Uh, more advanced, more advanced, <laughs> more advanced pieces than uh, Orgel Buchlein probably. Yes, yes. Because Orgel Buchlein would be like a, a the best example for basic level stuff, right? Orgel Buchlein and probably eight little preludes and fugues. That's right. If we are thinking about Bach, and if we are thinking about let's say romantic music, what would that be for basic level? Like Bellman, maybe Prière? Yes, Bellman, and probably like, you know, L'Organist by Cesar Frank. Uh -huh. Slower, basically, movements of the large, large, um, large scale works, basically. Not too fast, not too virtuosic, not too That's chromatic, right. also. Yes. So wonderful. And then. The early intermediate uh, level allows you to gradually progress to longer preludes and fugues, right? Maybe not two pages long or three pages long, but maybe four or five or even six, right? That's right. What about the choral-based work, Sosha? Well, I think you could select some of Leipzig chorals. Slower, most. slower, yes, mm -hmm. like non-com, probably. Mm -hmm. Like the one we we um, we recommended to study for John from Australia, BWV five hundred sixty-nine or six hundred fifty-nine. Yes, six hundred fifty-nine. Mm -hmm, yes, um, it's it's longer and uh, ornate melody, but not too difficult. That's right. Because Schmücke dig from the same collection. It's harder. It's, it's harder. much harder. Okay. So, what would you wish for Francher in the upcoming months? Just you know, to wish her to continue what she is doing. I think it's great that she is still you know able to play. And uh, practicing at that age really, um, I think, slows down aging process process, don't you think? I think so, yes. Would you, Osha, 
uh, hope to practice at that age when you, for example, reach 80 years old. <laughs> it would be wonderful, but I don't know how I will succeed. But if if we live that long, I think ideally would be to really to continue to push, to continue to practice at least at least a, a little bit every day. Because when you practice every day, you stay curious every day. And if you stay curious every day, your mind is engaged every day. And if your mind is engaged every day, you are... Uh, using your mind and it's like a like a like a muscle your brain right it it gradually also becomes stronger even at that age when your your body for example gets weaker true mm-hmm. and it definitely uh, prevents uh, alzheimer's for example maybe we need to do you know research about it to find out how many organisms that elderly age have an Alzheimer. We could do a survey, yeah. Uh, starting from like uh, 65 plus, right? And uh, from our subscribers, they could uh, vote, right? Whether they have uh, Alzheimer's or not. And we could, we could uh, see the percentage. And I think that percentage might be quite quite small. I hope so. Because the playing organ really, you know, trains your brain. Exactly. And body and mind coordination too. Everything is connected here. So, thank you so much, uh, Francher, and uh, others who are sending these wonderful questions. Uh, I think this discussion... Um, allows us to really help you grow so please keep sending them and um, and keep practicing because remember when you practice miracles happen